0: Cool, cool. <coughs> so how's
1: everyone doing? Today? I mean, I don't care about the other one them, but the other humans that are here. What was that saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I did not like hear that? Said, you, you
2: change to your earphones rather than your headphones. Oh, they don't work. Oh. Wait.
3: How about,
0: how about both of you just use the same phone? I mean, yeah, we're we'll stopping you guys from doing Does that. How you
3: smell?
2: <laughs> no, it's just about that. I just like to use my headphones when I when when we're recording. So.
0: Sorry,
3: mm. sorry.
2: That is fine. We can we can if we can't uh, short it out, we can use the same.
0: Whatever works, I guess. <laughs>
3: C3 podcast Olua. The of, <laughs> featuring Oloa Tussin. <laughs>
0: yeah. There Set.
2: Oh, uh, you know what? We'll just use the same thing because.
3: Mm-hmm. Everyone's set? Okay. He's just going to come use my
2: phone.
0: Okay. In the meantime, how are you doing Eamon?
3: Yeah I'm well man I'm good yeah I just had work in it so When uh, we when when we finish find something and then chill I hope uh, yeah no, good. I'm, I'm cool man I've had a I've had a good week I'd say
0: that's good that's good that's good oh actually Fun. You said that you're leaving your job now? I
3: my
0: notice. Oh, so you're working your yeah, notice I'm now? My yeah, i okay.
1: looking to go back to doing my rosses, isn't
0: it? So. Ooh, so, shake you out, shake you out. I don't
3: know about
0: it. No, wonder. I, I feel like I always know when something is up, based on the prayer points that your dad prays. I had a <laughs> feeling. What if I pray? Mm, mm. <laughs> I think I think he prayed, um, was it you then? Or maybe it was you. No, maybe it was you this morning mm-hmm. actually. You're just praying for for the child for the I uh, younger. Yeah, I wasn't praying kids. for myself, I wasn't. <laughs> I know, I know. Of course you're just praying for yourself. You're praying for all, everyone's at large, but I don't know, I feel like I'd, i had a feeling. I had a feeling. No, so. okay. to be fair, it's
3: not even, it's not even decided, really, and truly. I'm doing. I'm in the process of doing some research and whatnot. So, that's yeah, good. Nothing's really set in stone right
0: now. Mm. Yeah. Whatever happens will happen, I'm sure.
3: Yes. Sir.
0: Right, yeah. right. One, two, one, three. We all ready.
3: Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good was everyone else I haven't just saw your post on um, cracking the code the uh, where is where is your God
1: yeah Oof. sounds interesting yeah. it was an interesting piece. you need to
0: send me the link
1: okay, just put the put the link in the
2: chat so yeah let show the show
3: mm,
0: Share the love. Share the love. But yeah,
3: what everyone said? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Someone yeah. gonna do an intro. <laughs> 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 Hello, everybody,
2: Quiet. and welcome once again to the CQ podcast <laughs> with myself, IO
3: Bingo. Christina, obviously. But yeah, it's your man, Eve man. Yeah, and we want to welcome you as we delve deeper
2: into our current theme of identity. In the past mm. couple of episodes, we've really just spoken more about how the positive effects of identity, how our identity is informed by our faith, but... I think today we're going to look more on the cultural aspects of identity and obviously also bringing in some scriptures into. to, I want to say, buttress our points.
0: Mm. This guy's mm. so
3: old school, the English. What,
0: what, <laughs> what <friends are> <laughs> <boys>? <laughs> Very Nigerian. I mean. Just say so makes sense. <laughs> Let me buttress, you know.
3: Right, we, we the, U of the K. We got to English for free. Simple. Ah, support the point, you know what I mean? Ah, you know, you know, if someone was hearing this, they will think I was like a forty-year-old man.
0: Because like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. So, what does everyone think then about culture and identity, especially culture? Culture, identity, and Jesus. What, what are your culture, thoughts? Culture,
3: identity, and Jesus. That's something we put down the top.
2: Yeah, actually, <laughs> Do you wanna to try getting some merch? <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm actually screaming.
2: Um, <laughs> um, go on. Oh yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say, talking about culture and identity, the uh, the point that you just made about my my language and how I speak. I think that's a good starting point because as well, we may not all know but I'm black British, the black being Nigerian and obviously the British but the way I was raised and the sort of things I read when I was younger has now sort of formed part of how I speak and how I interact with people and that's formed an essential part of Mm. so i feel like culture culture is a very important part of informing our identity because it's such like a a large aspect it's like such Mm -hmm. a large uh defining feature of our identities so does anybody
3: else want to just jump in with anything Um, I I was even probably going to even talk about like how in this day and age, when you say culture, uh, Mm. it's kind of been um, redefined in some Mm aspects. In the sense Mm. of the culture nowadays is pop culture. That is what is Mm. really defined as culture. Like what is... um, The the mass doing essentially. So, for Mm. example, someone might say, Oh, yeah, skinny jeans, it's culture Mm in it.
0: Fashion, yeah, definitely. someone
3: might say, Germans, like the same Benz, BMWs, it's culture in it. And what people are really trying to say is, the things that are seen to be as um, highly regarded, highly respected um, of a certain esteem is the common um, culture and is what people get recognized by. Uh, mm. And that's what they are identified as. Oh, uh, Yeah, he's, he's for mm. the culture sheets for the culture Mm. when you're looking at music artists they are probably um the trendsetters of this culture um so Mm. people will look towards these artists um these people within certain industries as what is um looked at to be like um, aspire to be that like, people look at them to like aspire to be as trendy as them essentially to emulate their image essentially. Mm. Um, that's the culture. like when you even talk of like Twitter culture and social media culture um, it's very much of are you with the people or are you against the people? are your mm. are your themes are your posts? In line with what the masses are doing, are you a social media influencer? Like mm. that is the culture um, mm. that is seen in, um, I would say, our times. And um, whereas where we are talking about cultural influences, we're talking about all of these things um, before our time, I guess, if you were to say cultural influences, there would probably be strictly just um, where you're from location-wise. location, location mm. wise. Like, you have your Nigerian culture, Ghanaian culture, South African culture, um, your British, American, Indian cultures, and that would just be the general way those groups of people Behaved at, um, and yeah, now it's there's a lot more. I'd say there's a lot more filters within what creates a certain culture. Mm,
0: mm. There's
3: a lot, yeah. There's a lot more tick. You know, like when you're filling out like application, yeah, a lot more tick yeah. boxes to to what defines your culture or what you identify. Um, to to represent what culture you you represent yeah.
0: Mm. And I feel like that actually, to add to what you just said, um, it's quite beautiful how you're painting culture to be something that is quite broad, quite diverse. there's there's so many elements of culture based on how, you know, we want to look at it and I think some cultural influences as well um and I guess when when we say culture I actually looked it up and I remember that in sociology uh, we had to study definitions of culture because I may say culture means something you might say culture means something completely right. different as you were saying even yeah. and you know some some cultures that actually have been like uh, um Uh, ways of thinking you know it it could be that a lot of people think in a very specific way and because they're thinking in a very specific way they're behaving uh, as a result of those thoughts and one that comes to mind is masculinity like this idea that if you're a man for example you have to man up can't cry you you have to sort this out sort that out but you can't really show your emotions I actually see as culture racism I see as a culture is a culture because it's, it's ways in which people have learned to think and now that culture that set of beliefs have uh, created you know uh, stereotypes And um, you know culture in a way is a stereotype and sometimes it's a positive stereotype is a stereotype that actually helps you know and it, it helps even with identity. But sometimes that stereotype can be also negative, you know, and it, it, it doesn't allow people to fully engage with what their identity actually is because that stereotype kind of eats away um, the purpose and identity of, of that person. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's that's how personally, that's how I like to, look at culture because then you quickly realize that there's some areas that are about culture that are great and I think that we should embrace. Um, And actually, sorry, they even help us to appreciate, you know, our roots, appreciate um, struggles, appreciate so many different things that even make you look at your God in a different way because you're like, Wow, it, it can only be God, you know. But there's other areas of culture where it's like it actually removes the focus from who God is, because then you're you're beginning to chase actually things that God never told you to to chase. If if that makes sense. So, yeah. What does everybody else think?
1: Um, for me, in terms of culture, um, like we know it's very wide, and Culture, we see that it informs the way people think, and the way people, mm-hmm. talk mostly, the way they think about other people. So, like I would say, if you're, if you're talking about culture, it can be very freeing, but it can also be very oppressive. Now, mm-hmm. the oppression can come from you say you see that like, we're classified as Black British. Yeah, in a group of British people, you'd be classified as Black a group of black people, they may see you as British because you've been westernised the way you talk, your ideologies, you know, the way you handle certain situations. They say you've been westernised and they refer to you as an English boy. Yeah, anti-Zenicals call you English. Mm. So, I think that's the point where it starts to become oppressive because then they're caging you into where you live and not who you are. And Mm. then person the individual can't really now come to grips with like I'm black British I live in Britain so obviously you've embraced that heritage or I can't even say heritage just that environment where you grew up but Mm. because you're almost being shunned out of you know where you originate from from Africa because you've been westernized that alienates you from that whole other side of your culture so i think that's how it can be oppressive but at the same time in in a classroom you'll see a group of black kids hanging together you see sometimes a group of white kids hanging together as a general example there's a lot of things that you can relate with in terms of how your parents punished you or you know the phrases your parents use with a group of friends of black kids that's where it can be freeing because now you're in a place where you have other people to speak to about, you know, what you go through at home, you know, the ideologies that you have um, from being at home and from being surrounded by a purely African culture. So that's my two pence on, you know, how it can be oppressive and free. I
0: love that. I love that. Yes. I loved how you explained it. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, completely, completely, completely agree with what what you're saying mm, yeah. yeah you had I'm going to ask
2: um, us but yeah I, I completely agree with what you said and do you know what I think that we should take some time to look at um, Exodus chapter 2 um, I've got down here verses 9 to 11 but if you haven't got a bible let me just quickly break it down for you thank you <laughs> so but let me just let me even just read it because i'll be the rather than me trying butchering the, the word of the lord so take this baby and nurse him for me the princess told the baby's mother i'll pay you for your help so the woman took his took her baby home and nursed him later when the boy was older His mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, but she explained, I lifted him out of the water. Verse 11. Many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, and he saw how hard they were forced to work. And during his visit, he saw one of the Egyptians beating one of his fellow Hebrews. The reason why I picked out that scripture is twofold. On the one hand, we've got a clear example of someone who was brought up from, brought up in a different cultural identity to that of which Mm. he would have originally belonged to. Moses was Mm -hmm. brought up as an Egyptian, not even just like a normal Egyptian person, as an Egyptian royal. He was treated,
3: yeah? Point of correction. Point yeah. of correction: If you read that first verse that you started off with, yeah, you actually know. I, I was going to go to that. I was going to go to that. I was going to go to that because he was. Yeah, he, he, yeah go on there. Finish, 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 finish. Sorry. So
2: yeah, he was brought up as an Egyptian royal. At that, like, which is at that time an existence higher above, like everyone else in that land. But then verse 11, it says, many years later, he went out to see his own people, the Hebrews. So how exactly was it that he knew that they were his own people, even though he had brought up by the Egyptian royalty? And as Emmanuel was correctly saying, it's in reference to that verse 9. He was, for the first, like, let's say, two years, He was brought up in his mother's home. He was brought up around his family. So that was how he was able to identify who his people were in spite of the fact that there was a cultural disparity. Because on the one hand, he knows that his people are the Hebrews. And on the other hand, he's been brought up by the Egyptians and has been recognised as a member of the Egyptian royal family. If you want to shoot on that, go for
3: it. You said you want going to ask a question?
2: No, no, I didn't say I was going to ask a question. I said the question that I had beforehand, Bengard answered already
3: in his... Um... Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. But even um, as you're speaking, if we're using Moses as the example now, yeah. Um, about um, the cultural influences you can even see how um, your culture can be interpreted in different ways Mm. so because Moses and Benga touched on it ever so slightly as well because Moses was actually raised in the palace even though he was a Hebrew the Hebrew people I don't think you got to to that verse the Hebrew people, um, when Moses, um, killed the Egyptian, <laughs> oh they were God. like, and he bucked, um, some Hebrews after, they were like, Oh, what are you gonna kill us? Like, you killed the because mm-hmm. again, like, they didn't, um, not that they didn't accept him, but. They believed that he wasn't one of them. Yeah, there was a feeling of, who is this Moses' brother? Like, like, like he he he's he's of high esteem. So Moses is probably looking at it as we are from the same the same land the same area, but these other guys are looking at it as, but he's among the rich, the notable, um, and we are of the lowly like Moses is the prince yeah the Hebrews at the time were slaves yeah so mm-hmm. is that understanding of um, not only who am I but mm-hmm. who do people see me as mm-hmm. because it's one, it's one mm-hmm. thing for you to understand your identity but if your identity can't be translated by someone else that's why I was saying it can get misconstrued is like, yeah. mm. I might feel like as I am, I'm doing what is right, but someone else is looking at me and is questioning everything I'm doing because of what, I, because of who I say I am. Just, just mm. the same way, yeah, as in this day and age, let's relate it back to us now. In this same day mm. and age, um, you have Christians, you have non Christians, but people know of. A way christians should be
0: mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. know
3: of mm-hmm. they don't know the entirety but have a, mm-hmm. they have an image in their head of what christians should be so, mm-hmm. so when people see so-called christians doing things that they believe christians shouldn't be doing they're constantly questioning mm-hmm. but i thought you called yourself a christian i thought mm-hmm. you called yourself mm-hmm. a believer aren't you at church every sunday don't you go Bibles on mm. Bible study Tuesday? You're always trying to pray, but this is what I saw you doing. Like, are you a Christian? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. I, and mm. that's where um, it's not that one day. I, I can't really say it's a cultural influence um, more than an understanding type of an issue.
1: But
0: do you see where I'm coming from with that one? Hmm. Do you know what? Based on what you you were saying now, Eman, um, about um, what were you saying? What were you saying? Just why did this word is, get my my mind? Repeat. Just summarize very quickly for me what you just said because so, something so, came so to with, mind. With and- Moses
3: than the
0: hebrews mm-hmm. and
3: how the hebrews um consider themselves as lowly and
0: oh okay 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 came, came to... <laughs> it came to mind thank you no you were saying about you know that sometimes there's a specific way in which other people think we should um serve god basically right. um and uh, I've come across so many. I've come across that so many times, you know, um, in in this years. I mean, people always say, "Oh, you know, uh, are you religious? Uh, do you do this? Do you do that?" There's a very specific set of belief that um, non-Christian holds, and even sometimes Christian holds about, you know, what Christianity should look like. And the person that I wanted to talk about in the bible is samson um and this is because in sunday school lately we've been talking about samson from time to time um and when i was reading it um and for the people who are listening uh tuning in um it it's it from judges 13 onwards i think samson is a is a good one where you can see that for Samson, the culture I would call it culture um, is the fact that he was born as a Nazarite, meaning that he was consecrated to God, and that uh, the sort of practices that he had to uphold were not to cut his hair, not to drink, not to be around dead bodies. So I can see that as 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 culture, a set of things that. Um, Yes, they were as unto the Lord, but they were also cultural in the sense that he was to be set apart, not to mix up with the Philistines. Although uh, then he he did do that, um, but I see as a cultural influence that he had on on his life because it was as if you know he, the culture and identity really intersected in a way that. He was to behave in a in a specific way and before he was born he was um you know selected to actually in a way bring victory for the for the Israelites. But the reason why I think this figure is very, very important because I think Samson didn't really appreciate't didn't really didn't really fully grasp his identity, although he may have understood this culture because it's more culture is more surface level it's about the things that you almost do on the outside as opposed to the inside but with identity is all about the inside and i think for samson he um he was neglecting his true identity and he was more focusing on the outward strength that because of god he had but he wasn't focusing on his true inner strength you know until the very end when you can see in the later chapters where he actually pray onto God. But before when, you know, it it keeps saying that the spirit of the Lord was with him, the spirit of the Lord was with him, but there it was more like his cockiness and him almost like enjoying, you know, the things that God had given unto Uh him. But again, the reason why I'm referring to this specific character is because a lot of us have been there where, we might look like we might look the part, yeah. yeah, but we are not truly understanding the strength that we we should we should be focusing uh-huh. on. And when we are not understanding that, that actually brings destruction ultimately, ultimately speaking, in, in, in the kingdom in God's eyes, I think that is when because we are focusing more on the external or on the culture or on set of beliefs or on things that are not actually our identity, we are, we're moving, we're moving away from, from God, from literally what, from the purpose, okay, from the purpose that God has for us. Does that make sense? So, Yes, that's that's the one that I I wanted to to talk about and this is just to say uh, again for the people that are listening and us and myself is is not to you know say that culture is not good I think culture is great and culture adds you know to people it adds richness it, it, it just adds color but I think uh culture is limited in the sense that culture can't tell you who you are culture can tell you no, I'm,
3: something? I'm, I'm agreeing with you I'm agreeing with
0: you do you understand I feel like culture can tell you um can tell you so many different things as, as we were saying at the very beginning it can be what the majority does it can give you somewhat of a direction in different things it, it it tells you things but it is never gonna tell you who you are so that's why um, as Bengal I was saying at the, well, a little while, a little bit earlier, you might be with one group and one group will tell you that you're black. You might be with another group. The other group will tell you that you're black British. Like culture is never going to be sufficient. It's never going to exhaustively tell you who you are. And I think that's what happened with Samson. He had an understanding of the culture where he was from. He had a an understanding of kind of what he had to do and that God will be with him. But there's there's a difference between understanding that and understanding the, the truth, you know, in the identity that God has given unto you. Ain't nobody giving you your, there's nobody that can give you your identity. Your identity is in Christ. Your identity is Christ. But I feel like with culture, with the culture influence, other people are telling you what you are. And who you are but with identity in Christ Christ himself is telling you who you are and I think that's the that's the biggest split between culture and identity and I think that when when we're not careful we're really walking more into culture as opposed to identity and that's where we, we lose track we lose focus um, because we're chasing things that uh, as I was saying before that's that's not what God wants us to chase in the example of Samson for example his focus was completely I mean just not not right especially with women especially with and also with his ego with wanting to focus on what he wanted all the time and I think sometimes culture is also that you know with the culture of masculinity with the culture of feminists with the culture of it's is all is always a cry for I I I I I. It's it's me. It's about me, and again, I feel like I'm I'm saying that culture is not great today. But I again, culture can be great. But I feel like sometimes with culture, uh, there's too much of on of, of a focus on us as in what we want and not necessarily on who we are. So yeah, what does everybody think?
3: So even as you were talking um as I was saying um we're considered to be black British and whatnot and being raised in a Nigerian household I'd say that um it's it's exposed two different worlds to myself in the sense of looking at um life in the Nigerian household church is a pinnacle well in my Nigerian household anyway church Mm. and Jesus are very much pinnacle center center beings now the Nigerian church and I say the Nigerian church because (laughs) it is is, is the Nigerian church isn't it (laughs) Uh
0: there you go say (laughs) as it is say as it is
3: and the thing I have seen over the years Um, because it'll be too long if I really divulge everything. But in summary, I would consider identity, as Christina was saying, even me saying Nigerian church is incorrect. It should be the church of God for Hmm. the Nigerians. Hmm. It is what comes first. Is it Mm-hmm. my location and the way things are or <coughs> should it be the purpose of mm-hmm. the mission at, at mm-hmm. first I feel that sometimes the priority of the church has been mm-hmm. misplaced due to mm-hmm cultural reasonings due to Mm. certain ideals um, not biblical Mm. my concern is when you are now bringing in ideas when you are now doing things that are not biblical in the name of Jesus you're confusing the gospel Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when Paul said with the Romans I asked Romans, with the Gentiles I had like a gentle blah 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 Um, when um, there was a story that he went to go eat with a certain group of people and the way they eat is different from the way um the Jews know how to eat or something and he was mm-hmm. looking at them, he was just like is this the reason why I will go to heaven or not type of advice Mm
0: -hmm, mm that priorities yeah yeah my
3: my thing is what is most important
0: Mm.
3: why why is it that the culture has overtaken the christ Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why is why Mm -hmm. is it that certain things are missed out of that preaching why are certain things altered to look a bit sweeter for the benefit of your culture and the people who um, identify with your culture the and and this is what something that i've been saying the bible is a balanced book the bible acknowledges culture as something that is important the bible was even saying um because there'll there'll be something that i've heard some people talk against taxes and um, laws of the land the bible says um to pay your pay your tax and do all of that like the bible is all about respecting the the culture the laws of the land but the bible and the church is a place of total authority of jesus christ we are meant to be the church right yeah mm-hmm. the church yeah. is the bridegroom, Jesus, mm. is the groom. Do you understand? Like we are meant mm-hmm. to be, we are meant to be onto Him. But we have now turned it around that He is unto us.
0: Mm. Mm.
3: We've turned it around. Now we're going to fit Jesus into our schedule.
0: Yeah. We're going to yeah. fit yeah.
3: Jesus into the way we want.
0: Our culture. Do you understand? Yeah. And mm. That mm-hmm. is
3: probably one of my biggest problems that I have with um, churches as I've known it to be. Um, mm. And I, well, back then, I mean, being raised in a, in, in a Christian household, there's a lot of good.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But
3: yeah. as you become of age and you start understanding God for yourselves, you know when the Holy Spirit is prompting you to, to say, look here, look here, and look here for yourself. Mm. Because this, because this mm. is what I'm saying now. For everyone, God's ministers to differently. Mm-hmm. So I cannot come and criticise the Nigerian church the way I know it. I can't, because for many, it is what is necessary for them my criticism and my advice would be for a balanced message for, for them to go back and just to check that what they are doing are in line with God and mm. it's not again, it's not a criticism against the Nigerian church because we can, I can only speak on the Nigerian church because I'm Nigerian and that's what I've experienced but it's the same because I've got, um, I've got a friend. I've got a Bahrain friend. He said it's exactly the same thing. Um, I've got Indian friends. They said that it's exactly the same thing in their church. I've got English people. They say it's exactly the same thing. As in, the gospel has been tailor made for the location, not the location has, mm. um, has made room for for Christ to take over. Do you understand? Hmm. so we have to be that change to to, to some degree. And it might not even be us being the change. It might. Because even when we talk about church here, not every church is for everyone as well. I know the kind of church that I'm I'm looking for, for my family to grow up in. This was the kind of, the Nigerian church was the the church my parents were looking for me to grow up in. And it's for a reason. Mm -hmm. But the Bible does also say, you know, and... You know the the children will leave their parents' house. You know, so it's never gonna be for life. Mm. So that's what I would say when it comes to like mix and culture with the gospel. Okay. Mm. In accordance with
1: I read... what
3: you said, oh, gone, gone.
2: but in accordance with what you said, is that is that a worry for the future? As 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 culture becomes more ingrained into the church, and I understand what you're saying, that you don't want church to be essentially to pander to the location or the audience, but to be more balanced. But as we move forward in, in a, into a more culturally rich and more culturally sensitive environment and future, is that something you're worried about the church now adopting as time moves forward.
3: Yeah. Personally, no. Um because only God knows how long the church has been going on from. I mean from the days of Jesus till now. The gates have still the gates of hell have still not been able to overcome. Um God's words will still get preached. I just believe it's um we call it we call it the spirit of discernment mm. knowing what is right for you which comes back down to your identity so within myself I know um and this and, and this is where you should be careful as well yeah so I know what kind of messages um get to me in it. I know what kind of messages hit the bone that I can really digest and, and swallow. I know the kind of worship that I, I love to offer um, for me to fully be in his presence. You can also get to a place of familiarity with God. And sometimes He is not familiarity that he's looking for. Do you know what I mean? The Bible talks about how his graces are different how his messages are, are different every morning like god's uh god is is he he's an updated he's an updated version of himself like he's 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 so consistent but he's new every moment do you understand yeah. so it's not a worry for me about the church I think it's more of a worry of how you integrate into the church like um, some people get complacent, and that's what I've seen. Um, a lot of the times, like, um, some people just come to the church to mark the register because it's just a Nigerian thing to do, not even that, it's just a, the Christian thing to do. It's the Nigerian thing. Ah, ah, so it's that, Are you going to church? Okay, no worries, I'll see you type of thing. Well, yeah, like, church, church becomes most more of a marketplace for some people,
2: yeah. I was actually thinking about uh, that, that scripture when when you were talking. I was like, wow, that's like, you would have thought that that sort of thing would have died out. But in a, in a certain sense, in a certain way, it's become even more true nowadays than it has ever been. Are we all still good? Are we all still here?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh. <laughs> what
2: was that? I said I just had to make sure. But yeah, we're. Oh, I've lost my train of thought now, but. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else to offer? <laughs> or any other points i wanna raise whilst we're still talking about this
0: hmm. i feel like we've covered um, some some good good points some good ground um, and i think today really it's been all about reflecting yeah. reflecting on things um and reflecting about the future, and also just balancing up, you know, culture versus identity, and really understanding where we stand with Jesus, and where the church really should stand in terms of identity, and in terms of um, taking the positives out of culture, embracing it, but actually also challenging the bits that don't, aligned with God at all. Um, So I think it's it's really, if anything, is all about boldness, you know, that um, in Christ, that's what we should do. Um, And we should also be able to to correct, you know, one another, because at the end of the day, it's all about edification, it's all about growing together, and it's all about also um, showing the fruits of the spirit. And if that is patience, or that is love or whatever it is but and that's how we know that we're actually prioritizing identity over everything else because as we said it's not to say that culture is not good it's not it, it's all about in Christ it's all about priority isn't it Christ should come first, and everything else will follow. That's what it says, anyways. So that's how that's the mentality now that we should have. Our mentality should be a kingdom-like mentality. So I think today that's what we've um, that's what we've discussed, and I think today was almost like a general reflection. It sounded like most of us needed to reflect, understand where we are at. Um, so, yeah, I quite enjoyed you know listening to what everybody had to say i
3: think I think for for myself um in closing, I probably say that when it comes to to culture, there's so as I said at the beginning, there's so many different facets that we can all identify different um cultural places um mm. like. Not only are we Christians, but there are so many different areas of life that we um, cross over into that have their own individual cultures, um, mm. and as part of our identity, I think it should be something that um, our 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 love for Christ should transcend through through through, mm. through each and every area that we do cross over into. It shouldn't be the other way around Mm. that um, Mm. we are putting everything else over Christ being our identity. It should be Mm. Christ first everything else after. Like I was saying with the Nigerian church, it should be the church of God for the Nigerians essentially. Um, Mm. um, It shouldn't be um, I'm a black Christian. It should be I'm a Christian that is black. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, it is. How do I, re- regardless of the cultural identities and how anyone else sees me, how do I see myself? What would I call myself? for mm. type of thing. And there are so, as, as we were saying, like there are so many different facets. Too many tick boxes within this culture, life, or or, or whatever you you call it. But yeah, man. God will help us to, to, to fully to fully accept our identity as one of His own yeah. first. Yeah. Accept Him mm-hmm. first, and then everything else will follow.
0: Amen. Yes.
2: Yeah. For me, like what really just stuck out is that 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 spirit of discernment, and just how important it is. So that we're not we're not lost in in the culture that we've either been brought up in or the culture that we've inherited. Like that is not what's at, that's not what should be at the foremost. It's not what should be at the center of our identities. And as we've all said, culture is a positive thing. It has a positive influence, and it is good. It is good. But it shouldn't be all that we're about. That's it. it should be every waking moment of our day, of our being. It shouldn't just be about uh, what we are or where we're from. Our, we should be putting our focus on on Jesus, our focus on on the Lord, because. He is at the center of it all. You know, what? I, I love that song, but
3: he
2: it, it's it's very apt. It's very true. It's very, you know, it it very it very much hits the point of it where it's like he is at the center, and we need that spirit of discernment to be able to separate our identity in Christ from our identity in the world because we are. All right. We are we are in the world, but we are not of the world. That's it.
0: Yep. Yes. Yep. yes, 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 yes.
1: And I guess to close off um for me, um, it was explained really well how we actually do separate um culture and identity. And as we see today, um, you know, cultures deeply embedded into you know society and how we identify everyone, but you also see that even even the most godly people, even the most godly people are being, you know, separated from their identity of being Christian. Um, you know, by just letting the world and you know the world systems and how the world sees things and how the world sees people, they're um, so letting it pull them away from what they knew all their lives what they have studied all their lives and and it's very easy like I said it correctly where it's like we are of the world but we're not part of it uh, or we're in mm. the world sorry. and you know that couldn't be more true especially at a time like now where we see so many mm. movements that are associated with a certain culture we see certain you know we see music as associated with a certain culture so I think it's just a thing of, you know, not being too heavily invested in that. Like, you are in this world, you are going to see this stuff everywhere, but it's up to you to decide where you stand. You, you're the only one who can mm. make that decision. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's yeah. where I kind of sit with this whole discussion. But, you know, for our audience, you know, feel free to let us know, you know, how you feel about, you know, this culture, and identity that we've covered in the last couple of episodes. And, you know, even even tell us how you've been identified, how you identify yourself. And, you know, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Culture and the CQ Podcast. Go, go, go. And this has been Billingar.
0: <clears throat> Hi, Christina, you, you gentlemen,
3: you have no manners. You have no, <laughs> no manners.
0: I go first. No, manners, no problem,
3: yeah. but next time. This next is your uncle Emmanuel I I at call Colony now. So, <laughs> whatever time of day, this is that you're listening. Good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> and good evening. See you, next time. Right, see you Bye.
1: next time. Bye. See
3: you guys. Bye. Stay blessed. Blessings.
1: Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.